and welcome to Belong Become Be Sent, Rock's podcast. My name is Noelle Mash, and I have with me today Dodger Vaughn. Hey, hey. And Darren Will. What up? And we are here with our first podcast of fall semester 2020. Yeah, we are, uh, <laughs> this is only about our fourth or fifth take just to try to get this started. Um, we're a little rusty at this, it's been a little bit, but listen, we're really glad that you guys are all back with us, and um, we're, we're excited to continue to do podcasts throughout the course of the semester, and of course, I'm always glad to be joined in our podcast studio. Today, it's our unofficial podcast studio. We're coming to you guys live from one of the offices here at the Vaughn Agency in Pomeroy, Ohio. Shout out the Vaughn Agency. Shout out. <laughs> Call and get some free insurance quotes. My family will appreciate it. We're, we're here today, and we just want to say we've missed you guys. We've missed podcasting, but um, we're excited to be joining you guys today talking about a brand new topic. But before we get into the topic today, uh, I just wanted to do like a quick check-in just to see what's been going on in you guys' lives uh, in the couple months it's been since we did our last podcast. Actually, we were talking before um, we started that the last time we did a podcast, it was Darren and Evan. And, and so then we, we went on hiatus for a while because of COVID and students not coming back to OU and that type of thing. And we decided it was far too long. But So we're picking back up. So how about, let's start with this, guys. What have you been up to since the last time you were on the podcast? Well, I have started my new position with Rock as the uh, Reach On Campus Coordinator at the University of Rio Grande. Woo! And I moved out of my parents' house and into the... Um, Central Christian Church in Galpolis, where they are, they're letting me stay so that I can be down in that area to be working with that ministry. And I'm really, really, really excited and happy and happy to be there. And it's only been a few weeks that I've been in that place, and I'm really adjusting well. And it's really helping me um, to have more time for rock. And so that's really exciting. And on top of that, still my job that I was in starting after I graduated. And the rest of my life is pretty boring. Yeah, welcome to adulthood. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, <laughs> you literally just described what it's like to be an adult. You know, pay taxes, you know, cry. good work, cry a lot. Yeah. No, it's actually no. not that <laughs> it's bad. It's really fun. No, actually, that um, is really cool to see You know, something that was really just an idea mm-hmm. last year at fall semester come to fruition um, with your position there at uh, Rocket Rio and, uh, and for your apartment there. Um, at Central Christian Church in Gal Plus. Um, so God's obviously been at work doing some really cool things in your life. Mm-hmm. But I think there's Darren, Darren's, there's a lot going on in Darren's life, too, some really cool things. So I'm going to, he's he's kind of, he's going to play it cool, but actually God's been using him in some pretty incredible ways, too. So I'm going to turn things over to Darren so he can tell you what's been up with him since the last time he was on the podcast. Well, so far I've survived the COVID, mm-hmm. so that's a pretty big plus. A plus. Oh, let's see, last time, uh, we had a day camp for church camp, yep. technically we had a whole week and a day camp, a lot of church camp stuff yep. going on, and one, one virtual one week. virtual week and a day camp, and I unofficially official became like the youth group assistant, I don't know, I don't really know what my title is, I mean like, I like there. to think of it like this, that Evan is the brains and you're the muscle. Yeah, yeah, I like that a lot better. Okay, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I got, like, the good looks. Right. And he's... Yeah, you're the eye candy. I don't really know what he offers. Yeah. Yeah. Beard. Because you shaved your beard. I did. Yeah, yeah. it was time. Yeah, it was time. <laughs> but uh, other than that, you know, uh, pretty much like Noel, I have a really boring life, so... You watched football today? I did. Yeah. I stayed yeah. came back on and won. Yeah, exciting. Ravens are doing good. <laughs> Things are good in the NFL and the yeah. college world so far, so... Everything's good Can't there. Complain, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and I was just going to say that uh, how awesome I think it is to see the things that you and Evan are doing there in the youth group. You guys are doing some really good things at Bradford Church of Christ with the youth. And I love the ways that uh, Rock and Bradford Youth are working together on some different social things that we've been doing. Uh, we actually today had a big hike planned and the weather didn't cooperate. But it did. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> we're not going to talk about that. It was not supposed to cooperate and then it made me a liar. But no, we were, we were going to collaborate there and have a great uh, hike down there, and that didn't work out. So we're hoping to postpone that for later. But anyways, God's doing some really cool things, both in the rock community and uh, through both of your lives. And I'm uh, just thankful to be able to watch a lot of that happen. Tell so, us about how your semester's going. Oh, see, Noel. What's new with Why did you have to ask me that? <laughs> so, uh, 
No, it's it's not been bad. I'm just slowly dying. Um, no, we I'm all not, are. Yeah, I bit. see it. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> you know, I, I joke about this all the time, but there's a there's an underlying bit of uh, uh, truth to this that I'm a pretty extroverted person as a general rule, and not being around our community at Rock um, and only being connected virtually for the most part. Um, although we do have some like smaller in person Bible studies and stuff like that going. I'm just I'm not getting that quotient of people that I need in my life um, to be my true extrovert self. And so I've been struggling a little bit, but you know what? God is good. God is continuing to provide for the needs of the ministry of Rock. God's still working out good things in our community. And, you know, like we don't know fully what he's doing during this time and the season in our lives, but we also trust that uh, he is good, that he's got a plan. Yeah, so things are good. My son is getting ready to go back to school. He started online, virtually. So Monday he goes back to school, and then Ella's going to be, because their school's on trimesters, I'm not sure how that works out where Trey's starting earlier, but anyways, she'll go back at the beginning of December. Brooke oh, has been, weird. yeah, I know, see, it's <laughs> Brooke has been working this entire semester on her PhD, uh, she's the brain, so. Go uh, Dr. Vaughn! Yeah! So, um, that's right, one, one of these days, like, she'll just fully take care of me, you know, that's <laughs> why I'm looking at that, but, um. Yeah, so she's she's uh, wrapping up. Well, she's about halfway through uh, her semester now, and uh, yeah, like it's and, and we got a dog over over the summer, and so he's actually starting to calm down a little bit. Better than Lando. Yeah, a little bit better yeah. than Evan's dog Lando. Yeah. But um, so yeah, shout out Lando. Big big happy family, the Vaughn household right now. So yeah, things are good. So in bringing the topic for today, um, we're going to be talking about growth. And um, it's really easy, I guess, from my perspective, to sit here and see the way that you guys have grown, the way that you continue to grow, um, and you know, in the way that God is continuing to grow you um, in the roles that you guys have. You know, when we decided, we we kind of like made a game time call with the hike where we decided we weren't going to do that, and so we we've got something else going on tonight with Rock. But we also said, well, look, we got a few minutes, let's do a podcast. And so I was trying to think about like what we should be talking about. And this whole idea of growth has come up a lot um, within the past month. We've talked about it in several different Bible studies, talked about it um, in some of my teachings that I've been doing when I'm out doing chapel, things like that. And so I was thinking about how um, a lot of times, really, it can be difficult for us to see growth in our lives. You know, like a lot of times it's easier for other people to look at us like I can look at you guys and see the way that God has grown you over the past several years. Um, but sometimes it's more difficult for us to see that. However, it's a clear biblical mandate that, you know, throughout Scripture that we're to continue to grow throughout the course of our entire lifetimes. And we're obviously talking about like spiritually, specifically right now. So, can you share, again, I know it's difficult to, to see the growth in you sometimes, but can you share some ways that you believe that maybe God has helped you grow over the past several years? So, I feel like... The past several years, um, I've grown a tremendous amount, which, I mean, it's probably good that everyone, you know, grows a tremendous amount. But back in high school, I always went to church and youth group, but, like, I wasn't really strong in my faith. I was just kind of, like, there, you know, just chilling most of the time. And I felt that way for a couple years after, too. But then, like, this year, especially this year, like, starting in January... I, I mean, I don't really know. There wasn't, like, a certain instance, but I just wanted to become stronger, and I wanted to know more about God. So, like, when I met Evan, and he's like, hey, you want to become a codeine of camp? I was like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> so then I had to think about it, and then I decided to do it, and I was like, oh, man, I should, you know, kind of get more serious about my faith. So I've done, you know, like, that really helped, and then... He became the youth minister at my home church, and then he asked me to help, and I was like, eh, I don't know, and then I did, so that that right there has helped a lot, too, because it's made me want to be, like, there for the kids, because, I don't know, I just, I'm compassionate, and, like, I love those kids, and I just want to help them, so... With that kind of motivation and getting closer to God, I just feel like I've grown. And I still have a long way to go, but I feel like it's a good start for now. Yeah, Yeah, I think um, for me, I'm kind of the same in a different way. Like, taking control of my faith um, when I got to college. Um, just, like, kind of making my own, seeking out 
my community rock. Um, and then from there, like, going on mission trips and being part of that community and, like, um, trying to find Christian friends and grow relationships with them and then going out and talking to others about God, just learning how to love on people better um, and then let let them love on me in the mm. same way. Um, I think that's really, really grown me. Um, doing internships with Crossroads and being in kind of like that leadership role and trying to facilitate um, others to share their faith with others has helped me to share my faith with others because then I was like, let me show you how I love on others and then hopefully that they would see and do the same, I guess. Mm. That's good. One of the things that you said there that really kind of struck my attention is you said, i got to summarize what you said, but you were talking about like you, you were learning how to learn to love others, but also to learn how to be loved mm-hmm. by others. And I, I just, that just struck me. I was like, wow, that's actually, you're really part, a big part of faith community, yeah. you know, is, is a lot of times we think about like, you know, how our love goes out, like it is one directional. Like I'm here in this role as a youth minister, you know, codeine or whatever that is, um, coordinator for Rock Rio, and I'm just here to love you know, the people that God sends my way. And that's true, mm-hmm. but also, like, part of that is, an important part of that is is receiving that love um, in return, and, like, what we do with that. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought that I've was... I've definitely really learned that, like, if I don't force myself to not be alone, I don't know how to explain it, really. I guess for so many years, I did my faith on my own, and then I was like, no, I'm not going to grow if I don't have other people, especially, like, people who are older than me who know about God and want to share about God with me. Um, if I don't let them come into my life, I won't grow the way that I should, I guess. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. And that is an important part, you know, about the way that God has designed community, mm-hmm. right? That, that we all are interconnected. You know I mean? You look at the way that Paul describes the body of Christ, you know, and that we, we move together, we, we breathe together. You know I mean? Like we're, it's, it's this whole like organism that, that God has ordained and created and that, you know, we're not able to do that apart from one another. Mm-hmm. And and there's a process there that we go through of loving others even as we accept that love yeah. from other people. Yeah. So, yeah. Sure, Dr. Vaughn, let me ask you a question. Uh-oh, okay. Off the script here. Off the script. You've known, you've probably known me enough about the same amount of years. Close enough. I don't no, know. No, actually, I think I've known you a lot longer. Maybe a lot longer. Okay. Yeah. A, couple, <laughs> a couple years. All right, yeah. maybe I'm For a little off. For a, a little bit. off. Okay. Yeah. So, how have you seen us grow? Oh, Gosh, man, like, that is such a good question. Like, I, that really, no, I mean, that really was one of the questions on the sheet, <laughs> but that's a great question. Like, the funny thing is, I'll start with Darren since he asked the question, so we'll roast him first. But, like, <laughs> I remember, um, like, I knew who Darren was, like, as he was growing up in high school. But um, Rival back, church groups. Yeah we, yeah, we were rival church groups. Like, it was kind of like West Side Story. Oh, like, yeah. We, we got I together, was, and we, we did, like, some musical fights. I see it. I think yeah. it was kind of like Ohio State, Michigan, yeah. where you were Ohio State, and we just never, yeah. you know. You know, no, actually, it was that. funny, until, like, Darren and I actually became friends, I didn't realize how much Darren hated me growing up, because... <laughs> Hate's a very strong word. <laughs> how much Darren disliked me. That's a little better. Yeah, <laughs> because... Um, Jealousy there, might have been yeah, a part A little, little bit of that. But, no, um, I ended up, uh, one of Darren's high school teachers asked me, hey, would you come and drive the National Honor Society students... To, uh, to King's Island. I was like, sure, like, I'll do that. And, like, you know, when I was a youth minister in this area, like, I thought, you know, any opportunity I have to connect with students in the area was an awesome opportunity. And, like, come on, free trip to King's Island? I was all over that. So, uh, so actually, that's kind of one of the times that, the first times I remember, like, actually sit down and talk with Darren, him and Brandon Marr. Brandon was in my youth group at the time. And um, just, like, having a great time with this guy. And not really, like, understand, like, how important that relationship was going to be moving forward. And so then, like, I don't know, just kind of, God kept putting him in my path. And, you know, like, and, and I'm persistent, if nothing, because uh, I remember asking him one point in time, hey, why don't you go on a mission trip with us? And he was like, nah. Okay. <laughs> Listen, in my defense, you asked me on that trip, and the mission trip was, like, in a month. And, you know, I just had to low-key get, like, a bunch of money. And right. I was just like... Oh, he yeah. did the same thing to me. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so <laughs> that's how I roll. Well, at least I'm consistent. All right, is yeah. what we're saying. 
But anyways, and I remember though, like the following year, you know, stayed on. Hey, look, why don't you come with us this year? And you're like, I don't know. You know, I mean, like, I had a lot of concerns. And it's like we sat down, we talked about those concerns, and it's just, I mean, <clears throat> you know, since that time, like watching the ways that God has continued to grow you in your faith, uh, much of the ways that He's used you, um, not only in the rock community, but like you know, as a leader, you know, in your church. And the youth group there with Evan, you know, yeah, like that's just been really incredible to think like where you were when we first started to where you are now. Like some of the things that you've been able to do with us on the mission field and all that, you know, same same kind of deal there. So I was a wee little lad. You were just a lad back in the very little facial hair. Of course, uh, you have little facial hair now because you just shaved. Gotta keep bringing yeah. that up for some yeah. reason. But then Noel. All right, so Noel. The funny thing about her was like. A lot of you guys that are listening to this probably know Courtney Clark. Courtney's, sorry about that. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Love Courtney. But Courtney's been one of my high school students. Well, she was a high school student long before she was a high school student because yeah. her mom came and helped with high school week. And I don't even think she was, she was maybe in middle school when she started coming to church camp. She ended up going down to Hillsborough Family Camp. And you've probably heard, if you've listened to the podcast at all, Noelle tell a little bit about this story. But Noelle saw Courtney at family camp. And saw that she was wearing an Ohio University shirt. And she just dodged her. She says, I don't know how I'll tell you this. She says, I never do this. I don't approach people. But she said, I saw the shirt. And I went up and asked her, are you an OU student? And she was like, yeah. She's like, are you part of any campus ministry? Because, like, I spent my whole freshman year, like, not really connected with anyone. And I'm looking for a place. And so Courtney, of course, invited her to rock. And so, so flash forward to the beginning of Noel's sophomore year. Here comes this quiet little <laughs> Noel into our loud and raucous group. And so, like, the funny thing is, you know, that first fall event, which is usually cookie packing at Gene's house, everybody's so excited to see each other because it's been the whole summer since we've gotten together Mm -hmm. that they're all, like, talking over each other and they're being extra obnoxious and, like, (laughs) the volume's cranked up to 12, you know what I mean? Like, and so here comes Noel in and, like, at first everybody's playing nicey-nice, we're packing cookies, but then when the cookies were all packed away, we decided we were going to play a game called fishbowl but anyways we we played the game and like we were just being obnoxious and loud and like as she left that night I thought to myself well that was fun we'll never see her again <laughs> because like I was certain we had scared her off and uh and just yeah I remember like you know how she was so scared to come around at first mm-hmm. and um just watching the ways that God I guess is, before you go yeah. on I should mention that he thought that but when I left I was like these are my people, <laughs> which oh, man. is so funny. Yeah, like, like we're, we're definitely, like, you either love us or hate us, right? Like, <laughs> we either drive you absolutely crazy or we're your people. Like, there's no in-between there, sadly. But They yeah. hate us because they ain't us. Ah, there you go. <laughs> you know, the, the funny thing is, Noelle, you know, she came in, you know, you could tell, like, she uh, you know, was just super, you know, timid, timid at the time, very, very quiet. And then, you know, like, we started taking her out on mission trips. I remember coming to my office and going, buddy, I think, I think I'm going to apply to be an intern in New Orleans. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's great. You know, I was excited for her. And then she didn't get placed in New Orleans. They placed her in Appalachia instead. I thought, oh, man, like, she's never going to go because, like, this is new. It's different. It's scary. And she went. You know, and I went down there. I think had an amazing summer. Mm-hmm. Then came back the next summer and intern I'm in New Orleans. And then, you know, like, it's just funny. I would have never imagined whatever, that three years before, four years before, like when you came in that night to Jean's house, how important that relationship would have been, yeah. you know, that four years later that we'd be sitting, you know, in my office talking about this dream of planning a campus ministry at a second campus, and then, see, that's, you should have asked me this question, it go on and on, <laughs> but like, the, the funny thing was, like, when we started talking about actually planting at Rio, I, I thought to myself, like, I'd love to have Noel down there, but I'm like, that's not going to happen. You know, she's getting ready to graduate. I'm sure she has bigger hopes and dreams than messing around with rock. And so she comes into my office one day and sits down. She says, you know, she says, I just feel like, you know, I'm getting ready to graduate this degree, but I just have this suspicion that, that God's leading me into some kind of ministry. And I feel like I'm supposed to plant a church somewhere. And I'm like, well, do I have a deal for you? <laughs> so, so no, so it's, it's really... It's been an honor, it's been a privilege, it's been a blessing, you know, to watch you guys grow. And, and again, you know, I know you guys don't see it, um, you know, it just feels like it's been maybe little teeny tiny baby steps, but like you're watching you know, where you guys were when you first started to where you are right now, it's been pretty incredible to watch that process, so, but yeah, so there's my 
You're, you're welcome, guys. I'll cry, I'll cry later. That's right, yeah. I'll go home and cry in my pillow. So, so thinking about this, going back to the whole idea of growth and, like, you know, again, why that's important to us. You know, Scripture teaches us over and over again. We should always be trying to grow in our faith. And actually, when we get to a point in our faith where we feel like we've arrived, is probably where we're already starting to fall back a little bit. What, for each one of you guys, what have been some important factors that have helped you grow in your walk with Christ? Um, for me, I think just God has been pretty clear in the last few years um, about showing me where he wants to go. And every time I'm like, well, that's really scary. I don't know about that one. So like, as Dodger mentioned, like being at church camp at Hillsboro and I was looking for faith community that first year and I knew like I needed it. And just seeing Courtney, I was like, well, I just really feel like I have to go talk to her. And I did it. And you should, like, I could hear my heartbeat. <laughs> like, but she was like, She's pretty yeah. intimidating. She is. She is. It's the red hair. Totally. <laughs> and then Dava came up with her and I was like, mm. uh, <laughs> Double trouble. So, the enforcer. <laughs> no, but she was like, yeah, let me get your number. And, um we'll like connect and everything and even like when she texted me I was not expecting her to ever text me back but she was like hey you should come to this thing and I almost didn't go to that that night and I was like I have to have this faith community so like I went and just kept going back even though like I was scared every time I was pretty timid back then and then I mentioned earlier about how um one of the first times like I met with Dodger he was like we're going to the Dominican in December if you want to go. And I was like... This was August. <laughs> right? Well, plenty of time. <laughs> so much money. No. <laughs> but, like, I wanted to go, but I, I did turn them down in that moment. But I was like, I gotta go. And I knew that they were going to go again at some point. So, like, I did that. Just the different places, like, I've done with, like, mission trips and things. And then different, like, events that we've done in Rock, just helping to lead with those things. They're all, like, super scary things to, like, go into and be like... I'm going to help with this and I'm going to take God's direction in this. But I think just something that like helps you grow is to take the chances that God gives to you. Because if you don't take them, you can't really go back and get them again. And you grow from them if you let God take the leading in your life. So that's probably my biggest piece of advice. So going off of Noel, um, basically like just stepping out of your comfort zone has really helped grow my walk. Like... I hate public speaking. I don't know what it is, but I just get very nervous and I get sick before. It's just bad. But there's been times when I've done it, like a couple of years ago, I helped do a lesson at our discipleship with Rock. And then like tonight I'm giving a Devo in front of people. And, you know, it's just different opportunities. And like, even on a mission trip, I never thought I would go to one that was like 16 hours away from home because the farthest I've been before that was Tennessee. Pigeon Forge, and that's like yeah. seven hours, you know. And uh, Tennessee's great, but like 16 hours in the heat and all that, like it was just different. But another like factor is just like the community. Like I try to surround myself with great people and like people that have like the same kind of goals and mindset that I have. And like, I mean, I've lost friends over the years. I mean, everyone has in their own way, but like it's just helped because they've helped me grow and. I just want to become, like, a better person all the time and, like, a great role model for the kids from, like, church camp and all that. So that's really been a factor of mine, too. So Yeah. So it sounds like you just kind of summarize what you guys were saying. Community is an important, key important part of that process. Yeah. You know, I would argue that really apart from community, we don't grow. But, you know, just, just as true as stepping out on faith and, you know, even if it is baby steps at the time. Like, oh, mm -hmm. I'm going to trust God. Here, I'm going to go up and talk to this girl and ask yeah. her about this. Or I'm, I'm going to go ahead and, and go a little bit further. Maybe, maybe that was a big step. You know, go further away from home than I've ever been on this mission trip and, and things like that. But, you know, that, that process of continually trying to step out of our comfort zone, try new things, you know, let God challenge us. Or, you know, like I've even heard it said that, you know, that it's when you step out on something and you know that there's no safety net to catch you, that if God yeah. doesn't come through for you, you know, then, then it's, it's going to be an utter failure that we really you know, learn to trust God in those moments. Um, and, and like I know I could say, you know, from my own perspective, a lot of times, and we, we see this, of course, like on mission trips, but like even in, 
you know, rock and in the community, stuff like that too. Like when people step out on faith and do something that they wouldn't ordinarily do, that those things end up becoming like one of their favorite or most memorable events, you know, yeah. in the community. So like I think about one of the big things we go to New Orleans is like helping to um, reach out to people who are experiencing homelessness, mm-hmm. you know, and, and taking food and praying with somebody who's, who's experiencing homelessness. And that's so intimidating the first time you do it. And then you come back from that, and that ends up being, like, one of the highlights of your trip. It's, like, something hard to explain if people have never done it, you yeah. know? Because they're, like, what's it like? And you can't put it into words, yeah. you know? Or, like, even the mission trip in whole, you can't really, like... It's something you just got to experience. Yeah, so. exactly. I always struggle telling people what it's exactly like down there. Because yeah. good or great isn't enough to describe the feeling yeah. of... Well, it doesn't... And sometimes it's even a little bit counterintuitive, because they're going to ask you, like, well, what did you do? Well, like... We, we put siding up on this house, and, like, I got sunburnt, like, dehydrated, and it, it was eight-hour days, and my body hurt and everything, but it was the best week of my life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you just don't understand until mm-hmm. you go, and you step out on faith, and you see God working through your efforts, and, you know, see the way that God's pulling that group together, you know, in, in unity, and so, yeah, I mean, like, you miss out on that, but, like, I was even thinking about how, you know, even at Rock, I know for a lot of people going and doing like the hot dog outreach like the mm-hmm. first time that you go into the block party where yes. a lot of us who've been told our entire lives stay away don't go near you know what I mean? they were yeah. we're right in the heart of it right we're <laughs> handing out hot dogs and like some people are super intimidated by that but then you talk to people afterwards that becomes one of their favorite events yeah. of the year and so i think it's just one of those things where when you step out on faith you do something that's a little bit scary and for the right reasons, you know, for the, for the kingdom and for your own personal growth, um, you know, I think Darren and Evan, you know, tackling church camp this summer, mm-hmm. neither one of them had done that before. I know that was intimidating and scary, you know, but it was a good thing, you know, and God blessed them, you know, through that. So, so kind of to, I guess, switch gears a little bit, let me ask you then, and maybe this kind of ties in with where you're going anyways, but why do you think that as human beings, we stop growing and we stagnate? What causes that? I think we just kind of, like, become complacent. Yeah. As in, like, either we feel like, all right, we know enough for now, or we get lazy and we don't want to know more. It's about, I think it's more about, like, motivation and drive, and sometimes we just feel like, oh, I'm okay where I'm at right now. Yeah. So. It's kind of like um, the church answer, but, like, sin. Like, mm. when I know that, like, I am not on the right path. Like, I try to hide away. And you can't hide from God. And um, I definitely, like, you stop growing in that season um, until you decide, I need to get my life back on track. I need to figure out how to grow, how to get back with Christ and that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I think both of those are absolutely true. I've seen them, I've been in experience, both of them in my life. Like, I get complacent. Um, like even, even when you're doing things like in ministry, like if you guys will both see this, like eventually something that you do will become old hat to you. Like, oh yeah, this is easy. I can know how to plan this event. I know how to run it. I know exactly what's going to happen here. And then, you know, God's going to challenge you then to do something new. And then you might go, oh, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I want to do this because yeah. that's new and that's scary. I've done this before. It's untested, you know? And, and so like that, that happens over and over again. And, and absolutely, you know, like the sin factor that's just human nature um, at its at its absolute well best slash worst. But yeah, you know when, when we know that we know that we're wrong, mm-hmm. you know that we're we're caught in sin. That that's our reaction is highway. Like oh, I, I messed up this morning. I, I don't really want to do my devotion. I don't want to spend time in the car. Like I'm going to get in the car and turn off Walk FM or whatever. <laughs> I think we even just said, like, when you know, but it also happens when you've sinned and maybe you don't realize it yet. Mm. And then you wonder why Why you're not growing. Feeling that separation. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys, again, we we stated kind of at the beginning, you guys are both in roles right now where you're now responsible for the faith development of younger students and kind of helping mentor them and disciple them. Um, And obviously a big part of that, that whole discipleship element is encouraging them to grow so what are ways that you're actively trying to encourage the students that you're responsible for to grow that's very scary (laughs) (laughs) um obviously 
the ministry that I'm helping with right now is still very, very small. Yeah, yeah. And so this is a little bit hard to try to facilitate when I have only, like, one or two people, especially, like, in a Bible study. Because um, eventually I would like to, like, have them start teaching and things. Yeah. But until I get them to be able to talk in the setting where it's just, like, me with them or me with just a couple of them, that's, I, I guess, like, trying to break through their walls. Yeah. And trying to have different, like, different devotions that might help them to feel, like, in a safe place. I mean, like, it's meant to be a safe place, but it's really hard. Like, I understand. When I started with Rock, when I started in Faith Community, I would just go, and I wanted to hear the lesson, and Mm -hmm. then I would just bolt. (laughs) And I, I want it to be that safe place for them. I want them to be able to share, and I want them to be able to grow with me, so... I mostly, I mean, high school, middle school, but it's mostly a lot of high schoolers. I just want to be there for them during the hard times. Um, I know what it was like in high school, and, like, high school for me was, you know, it wasn't, like, the best thing ever or anything. It can be hard. So I'm just trying to help them to where, like, they don't make the same mistakes I did. You know, like, we have a core group of kids. You know, we don't have, like, hundreds of kids. You know, we just have, like, a core group. And, like, I just really care about them and, um... I just want to be there, but also I feel like one of my gifts is, like, I'm pretty good at encouraging Mm -hmm. and, like, giving, like, those pep talks and stuff. So, like, if I can do that and, like, try to help them with their life and in faith, then I think that's kind of one of my strengths. What I think, you know, you you guys both kind of hit on something key there is that you experienced something, you know, in, in community or whatever, and now that you're in that role where you're now actively mentoring and discipling other students, you want to help them with that. And so, like, I think that's it's interesting to me, and I kind of it's going to transition us into this last question, and that's this, being a part of helping others grow um, in their relationship with Christ is actually a major marker of spiritual growth in our own lives. Like, when we get to the point where we're now responsible for helping others grow as we grow ourselves. That's one of the markers that the Bible says, look, this is one of the markers of spiritual growth and maturity. And so how have you seen your own growth as a result of leading others? I'd say I'm more open as in like, I talk more about my struggles and my faith. So like in high school and like even the beginning of college and stuff, I was quiet and I would never open up to people that I barely knew or people in general so when you're a leader you know you kind of have to try to relate to them in a way so you kind of have to talk about your life too so it gives them a feeling but what's really helped is I've just gained confidence in myself that and quite a bit that I can do things I didn't think I could because I mean, two years ago, if you would have been like, this is what you're going to do two years from now, I would have just laughed and been like, you're crazy. Like, yeah. there's legitimately no way I'm going to be doing this. Yeah. So, it's just helped with confidence and just being able to open up more and try to relate to the kids. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, I would probably relate a lot to exactly what you're saying. Um, and then as you were talking, I guess, like, something that I was thinking about was um, talking to people who aren't like me and... Mm learning so much from them and before I I would have just stayed with my my friends and things but I think um especially like working on mission fields and things just listening to other people and hearing their struggles and relating to them and understanding that we're all the same we're all on the same path and just building relationships with others because I don't know before I didn't even have like anybody outside of my family really um that I was, like, in faith community with before I was even in college. So I think a big growth thing for me is just relating to others. And honestly, like, it was kind of a loaded question because <laughs> that's what I've experienced, too. Like, I think one of the, the things that continues to challenge me, continues to make me want to grow, is the role that I'm in. Like, I was teasing these guys the other day. I was thinking I was talking to Evan and Darren. Well, it was a Bible study on Monday night. We were talking about, like, that idea that, you know, like, when you become a youth minister and you're in that role where, you know, youth leader, volunteer, you know, really makes you want to up your game because your kids, a lot of the students are super sharp. Like, they, a lot of them might know as much of the Bible as you do. And then, like, some of them are also very, like, mature for their age. And so then it makes you go, whoa, like, 
I need to bring my A game you know, mm-hmm. this week. And so, like, I think, you know, just that whole saying yes to God and, and when it, when he says, look, will you help lead, guide this person? Will you help be responsible for this person's spiritual development? Mm-hmm. I think that stirs something within us. It helps us grow ourselves. And, you know, like, I, I would go back, and this is my personal opinion, but I, I think it's difficult for us to to grow to the the level that God wants us to grow to unless we're doing those things. Mm-hmm. You know, and it may not always be like, I'm not saying everybody in the world's got to be a student minister. Everybody in the world's got to be a campus minister. No, but like, you know, like one day, like you guys are going to have kids and guess what? You're going to be, you know, responsible for their spiritual growth, you know, uh, or you know, maybe you're a part of a, uh, a church and at some point someone's going to approach you and go, hey, look, would you lead a Wednesday night study? Well, yeah, I'll, I'll do that. You know, so it all ties back into that. So can I add something? You can. So um, I think another thing is that it's okay to fail, as in mm-hmm. like, you know, we always get the idea that like I've never want to fail. Like in the past, like I just thought failing was the worst thing ever. But kind of, I guess starting out in ministry, you know, you kind of see what works and what doesn't work. Just like in church camp. And, like, we haven't had that, like, legit whole week of church camp yet. Yeah. But you you try out things, and if it fails, then, I mean, I'm, I'm really hard on myself anyway. So you got to have to kind of look at it like, oh, that didn't work. All right, scratch it. Don't do it. Try something yeah. else. So, like, that's kind of helped me, like, all right, it failed. It didn't work. Just forget about it. Move on type mindset there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, failure. I think we learn, obviously we've talked about this in, in leadership training in Rock too. It's like a lot of times we learn more from our failures than we do like from our successes when we plan events and things like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know like one of the things that took me a long, long time to learn is that it's not always a personal reflection on you because like, like I remember like I'd bring in games or activities or lessons and like, man, you'd use it once and it would hit. And you're like, yes, this is great. And then you'd try it with a different crowd of students like a couple years later and they'd be like, this is stupid. Why are we doing this? <laughs> and so, like, you know, it's the exact same lesson that four years ago that everybody thought was great. So, um, so yeah, you can't take a lot of those things personally. It's not a reflection on you. But, but yeah, like, I think, you know, always being willing to be flexible, I think that's a big thing. Even when we go out on the mission field, right? Mm-hmm. That's one of the things I always preach. Like, hey, look, I know you guys are coming down here. Maybe you think that you're going to be painting or, or doing concrete or siding or, or you know, praying with... Um, you're somebody underneath the overpass, but you know if we get down there and they're like, "Hey, that's not what we need. Here's what we need." Then we need to say, "Hey, all right. Well, that's that's why we're here." Um, so I think flexibility, you know, even even in that context, um, you know, of, of growth, like sometimes that's how God uses us. You know, He's you know like when that gets us to sometimes step out of our comfort zone mm-hmm. because if not, like then every time we went down the mission field, we because like that's it's funny because like we've been down to New Orleans so many times. A lot of you guys are like, oh, well, it's Monday night. Monday night's park night. Oh, Tuesday. Well, Tuesday's like this. And then Wednesday's... Mm-hmm. And so then, like, sometimes things will happen and, you know, and it won't be planned like that. People are like, oh, Monday's park night. We can't do that. <laughs> Monday's park night. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, I think something, too, um, that I've learned is, yes, personal, like, Bible study is very, very, very important. Yeah. But especially, like, when you're first starting out in your faith and you're like, oh, my gosh, I don't know anything and I can't be the hands and feet of Jesus because I don't know anything, I think people don't realize how much you learn about yourself and about Christ, like, if you just go and do something. Like, if you go on a mission trip and you're like, well, I don't know if I could give all the answers to somebody if they asked me about Jesus, but I, but, like... When you go, you realize that you're you're there to love on others yeah. and just show them like the love of Christ and things. So like something with growth, I think that we don't realize is that we can grow through other things than just reading our Bible. Yeah. Um, and you'll you'll learn that the love of Christ comes naturally when you try to be the hands and feet of Jesus too. But I mean, don't forget that Bible study is important, but it also comes with that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, and I think even as you're saying that, made me think. I think that one of the most important things that you can communicate about who Jesus is to the people that you're serving when you go on a mission trip um, is communicated to them just by you showing up, mm-hmm. like just yes. by you being there. So even if you don't have all the answers, like, well, from a theological framework, how do you believe that this... <laughs> Nobody's going to ask you that, bro. Right. You're, you're just there to, like, put siding on a house, man. They're not there to, like, 
get your theological assertions on life, mm-hmm. you know, but I think you communicate so much more and so much of the more of the gospel mm-hmm. um, just by showing up and yep. being there. So. And you can tell how thankful they really are when oh, you yeah. show up. Like, I remember talking, when we were handing out home, or food to the homeless, I was talking to one of them, and I think he was from, like, West Virginia or something, I'm not sure. And I told him I came from Ohio, and he's like, you came all the way here from Ohio just to help us? And I was like, yeah. And, like, you could just tell, like, his whole mood just changed and, like, how thankful he was. And that was probably, like, the one thing I got. I mean, there's several things I get out of a mission trip, but that was, like, something big I got out of that week. And I was just like, I didn't even, like, give some kind of testimony. I didn't even, like, say anything extraordinary. I just said... I came from Ohio, and they yeah. were just amazed at how far we would travel just to help, just to help people. Yeah, and, and we talk about uh, faraway missions a lot. However, things in your own backyard too, and just oh, yeah. being present for people just around you in your everyday life, like opening a door for somebody or smiling at them or asking how their day is, um, just they'll see your love and yeah. wonder why. Demonstrating that right on campus yes. is just yes. as important. Yeah. Which you can't do at this moment. Yeah, right. At OU at this moment, we can't do that. Walk around with a mask on. Correct. (laughs) Exactly. Kind of a big deal. Anyways, well, listen, as we wrap this up, uh, of course, we always like to go back to Scripture because we believe that hopefully everything we're teaching in the podcast, you know, is drawn and interpreted um, through the lens of Scripture. Um, But we also want to go back and, and read some scripture that we believe is relevant to the topic at hand. So um, we've got three scriptures for you all today. The first is Ephesians 4, 13 through 16, and I believe Noel has that. Until we all attain to the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God, to mature manhood, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, so that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro by the waves, and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by human cunning, by craftiness and deceitful schemes. Rather, speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head into Christ, from whom the whole body joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped, when each part is working properly, makes the body grow so that if it so that it builds itself up in love. Um, something that like really stands out to me. Um, in these set of verses is verse 14 where it says so that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine so on and so forth mm-hmm. um, I thought something that I've really seen in life and um, there's going to come a time where you realize like in your your um, spiritual immaturity that you can either be tossed to and fro mm-hmm. or you can take um or you can like take control and try to learn more about God and to be more solid in your faith and it's gonna be your choice you can either be like someone's asking me something oh I don't know or you can be like I'll get back to you on that and I'll learn about it and I will become better in my walk and also help to um, lead you as well so Yeah. yeah I think that's awesome because I think a lot of times you know when what we believe is challenged, or even if somebody asks us a question, even if it's not like to challenge us in our beliefs, yeah. but just ask us a question we don't know, um, you know, what are we going to turn to or what are we going to lean into? Mm-hmm. And so I think that, you know, if we're not trying to lean into Scripture um, and into God's Word, then we're going to be one back and forth yeah. by every teaching. So, yeah. Um, all right, so next up is Darren. He's at First Peter 2, 1 through 5. So put away all malice and all deceit and hypocrisy and envy and all slander. Like newborn infants, long for the pure spiritual milk that by it you may grow up into salvation. If indeed you have tested that, the Lord is good. As you come to him, a living stone rejected by man, but in the sight of God chosen and precious. You yourselves, like living stones, are being built up as a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. Yeah, I think, um, I just like that verse because it's talking about how we're being built up. You know, that this whole, I guess we didn't specifically talk about this, this whole idea of growth is like, yeah, we have a part in this, but the Holy Spirit is really what drives that in yeah, our lives. For sure. Um, you know, like we can neglect the Holy Spirit, and like we can, 
You know, it's like, um, do you remember that old song? Read your Bible, pray oh, yeah. every day, and you'll grow. Grow. Anyways, I'm not going to But, um, you know, because the opposite is you don't read your Bible, forget to pray, then you shrink, shrink, shrink. It's yep. the song. But, um, no, the, the Holy Spirit obviously has an important role in building us up, you know, and you know, that's that's the church that, um, you know, the, the scripture talks about is the ones fueled and driven by growth that comes from, you know, the role of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. in our lives, so. The verse before that, when it says that a living stone is rejected by men, mm-hmm. but in the sight of God, it's chosen and precious, and then it mm. compares us to a living stone, yeah. that's kind of like, you know, we're going to be rejected and mocked for believing in God, but God chose us, you know, like, yeah. He made mm-hmm. us, and we're precious to Him, and yeah. it's just kind of like one of those reassuring verses, like, ah, you know, like, yeah, yeah, no, for God's sure. got our back. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And last one is Hebrews 5. 12 through 14, and I have that. It says, In fact, though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you the elementary truths of God's word all over again. You need milk, not solid food. Anyone who lives on milk, being still an infant, is not acquainted with the teachings about righteousness. But solid food is for the mature, who by constant use have trained themselves to distinguish good from evil. And, um, you know, that's the ultimate goal you know, for growth, um, you know, is, is that we would grow and, you know, that we'd be able to test and approve what God's will is. You know, other part of Scripture teaches that. Um, you know, and that, that it becomes more, um, like, I guess, like muscle memory to us at that point. Like, we just, we know, we, we've experienced enough, we know enough, we've grown enough that, like, we don't have to go, oh, what is, what would God want me to do here? Like, we, we just kind of already know because we've practiced it our whole lives. Mm-hmm. So... Good stuff. Any closing thoughts for our listeners? Okay. Just, I guess, listen for God's leading. Yeah. Do scary things. Do scary things. Not necessarily like run through haunted houses. I'm not saying that. I mean, unless you're. And you can. I mean, it is the season. That is true. Yeah, it is October. But before you run through houses, watch Supernatural because that's the guideline on how to to run through a haunted house, I guess. This is all biblical. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It is. Yeah. You know, angels and demons are in Supernatural. There you go. It's not always portrayed the right way. (laughs) But no, maybe that should be our challenge for our listeners this week. Go out and do one scary thing yeah. for God. Maybe it'll be small. Talk to somebody, pray with someone, um, you know, whatever and God leads you to. let us know. Yeah, there we you go. We would love to hear from you Yes, because it's, it's been a while. And but maybe yeah. you could be on the podcast. Oh, there we go. Or we'll give you a pat on the back. Yeah. <laughs> or both. Or both. A podcast and a pat on maybe the Maybe a free meal. I don't oh, know. You know? We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. But, um, so, uh, as always, we want to end... Um, just by closing us in out in prayer. Um, do you guys have any prayer requests that uh, you guys want us to pray over? Um, as they're thinking about that, I'll just mention, you can always email us prayer requests. Uh, we'd love to be praying for you to reachohio at gmail.com. And, and we would love to be praying over your prayer requests. And that doesn't necessarily mean that like we're going to speak about them on the podcast. Like, something personal, like we're not going to be like, hey, by the way, our listeners struggling with this um but we just want to be praying for you so yeah. if you if you want us to pray for you email us but um any prayer requests for you guys i've got two two all right uh, and the first one um my preacher's dad died yeah wednesday i yeah. know uh, it was earlier this week and just be with his family and, for more family for and then the second one is um this kid from southern died a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. and i i know a lot of people who still pretty shaken up by it Uh, he was in the Air Force I Mm -hmm. think and he was 19 I believe so just keep the community and everyone in your prayers Southern's been hit pretty hard the last month or two so well I know one of our campers um, had messaged our we got a little group chat thing going and um, his younger brother is in children's hospital right now that's him Uh, yeah um, and he's um, you know, being treated, but I think he's in a coma right now. I don't know if it's like medically induced or what, uh, but he was in a really bad so. car wreck. I heard it wasn't so good. It was not good, yeah. yeah. So be praying um, just for that situation. A uh, lot of lot of fear and uncertainty, I'm sure. So be praying for peace and comfort. So um, anything else? 
Um, Rona, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Meaning and Corona, yes. not one of our rock members named Rona. <laughs> I want to name my kid Rona. Do it. And on both campuses, it's kind of running rampant right now, so that's, yeah, that's, that's not good. bad, yeah. so. Yeah. Pray for your extroverted friends. We're struggling right now. Check in on them. Specifically, <laughs> just don't. Just, just, just Please come be my friend. <laughs> we're introverts. Yes. Yeah. So. Um, and then, for me, my boyfriend lives in Mexico, and he's also in school, and it's really stressing him out. And then on top of that, like... We try to talk every day, and sometimes it's really late at night, and then that can put us both kind of stressed out. So, just just pray that we can have more sleep, maybe. Because <laughs> it makes for a stressful time sometimes. There you go. Well, with that, I will let Noelle close us out in prayer. Yes. Dear God, thank you for another day of life, um, and thank you for bringing us here um, to be able to talk about your word and talk about growth. And I just thank you for all the growth that you've brought to all three of us and to all, also to our listeners. Um, just thank you for allowing us to do the scary things for you. And thank you for putting those things into our paths. And thank you for community um, that helps to uplift us to do those different things for you. Um, I want to pray for all the prayer requests that have been said tonight um, for, for people who have lost... Um, loved ones and for people who are going through um, medical difficulties with different friends and family um, just be with people to be comforted um, in those situations um, and then just for um, me to have more sleep but also to be um, kind um, even when I'm tired um, and then just help us tonight as we have our event with um, our rock friends that we can have a good time that everybody can get there safely and to return home safely and then also be with um, the coronavirus situation um, that everybody can stay healthy that they can make good decisions to try to stay healthy and that this can pass quickly um, thank you for a beautiful day and um, just help us have a great week in Jesus name I pray amen amen well again we want to thank you guys for tuning in to the podcast um, I don't know this would be something we're going to do every week, um, but we would like to start putting them out fairly regularly throughout the rest of the semester. Um, hopefully, maybe like every other week or so, uh, just so we can keep some fresh content out for you guys. Um, but also know that we miss you, that we're looking forward to a time that we can all get back together with you guys. Uh, but thanks for tuning in this afternoon, and we will see you all soon. Bye! Peace. Be with you. <laughs>